0: It's BB Chatter Live. It's Keith here again Wednesday night, January thirtieth. We're all watching like, Oh my god, what's gonna happen next? Well, there with me is Finley and Kathy. How are you guys doing tonight?
1: Excellent.
2: I'm doing better tonight. I'll put it to you that way. It's uh it's been a lot of stuff since the last time we talked, but I'm here. I'm happy to talk Big
0: Brother with you. There you go. We can forget about everything else. It's just Big Brother time. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my best Mickey Mouse voice. Gosh, boys and girls, here we are. Are we going to see a Nets? Oh, never mind.
2: <laughs> We're going to avoid copyright infringement now and move on. Oh, yep. Anyway, Yep. I got nothing for that. Um, so, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I don't know you. what.
1: I guess I'm on the wrong podcast.
2: Well, well, you know it's look, like... I'm just really tired, okay? But I'm not too tired to have missed some stuff uh, that happened tonight and and I will admit, folks, my um my viewing of Big Brother has been a bit limited the last few days, but thankfully, Apparently tonight caught me up on every important event that happened since the last time we all spoke. The three of us. Now, Ryan was kicked out. Uh, Tom won OHOH. And I, that's going to be kind of one of the big topics we have tonight. Uh, Tamar, we found out tonight, won the power of the publisher. Which... Pub- I mean, publicity. Years, no, power of publicity. The power
0: of the publicist.
2: Ah. And, uh... That's something designated. new we didn't know.
0: Yeah, designated liar, I think, is the better way to say that. Indeed.
2: <laughs> and and we got the, uh, the nominations. And we still don't have a veto at this point. We don't have a veto uh, winner yet. I think they started uh, doing that competition while the show was airing on the East Coast. So uh, we don't know when okay. we're going to have that information.
0: Um, Probably a lot sooner, because... You know, that last one with the haunted house and everything, that's, like, not usual. It doesn't usually take that long. No. And I got a feeling this is going to be, like, something that Ricky can win.
2: So let's talk about that. What did y'all think of the haunted house competition? Kathy, I'll start with you.
1: Well, I thought it was kind of interesting Um, competition, kind of different. Um, was anyone surprised that, you know, my favorite, Tamar, threw her little hissy fit? Oh, God. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she just can't stop it. She must have... That's probably what she did as a child to get attention.
0: Oh, yeah. Crazy. She's the yeah, youngest, I'll definitely right? I agree with
1: that, yeah. She is. She's a baby of six siblings.
2: Okay, that explains everything.
0: Well, yeah, there so you go. That's... It's just like... Latoya Jackson, all over again. Yes.
1: I, I, I mean, uh,
0: I, I, I... <laughs> can't touch that. Yeah,
2: no, no. no, no I'll, was...
0: I'll,
2: I'll touch this. I'll touch this because I have some serious thoughts about that. Fuck that. This is a, th- and I'm gonna say it like this. She was just coming off the block. She whether or not she had a real legit chance of going out she was just coming off the block if you are just coming off the block you do everything within your power to make yourself safe the next week and what does she do instead do this histrionics laden bullshit on the porch and in the first room of the uh competition and then backs on out i don't care how scared you are of the haunted house it's a haunted fucking house it is a little thing it's all an act and instead she gets to play up for the cameras if you're serious about wanting to win this thing which they've always said that she was kind of serious about it then you go through it and you sack up i was so pissed off seeing that she just pretty much took herself out of the whole thing and i had read where you know, it was pretty clear that she just kind of backed out of the whole thing. Now, I was pissed by that. Absolutely pissed.
0: Yeah. I gotta say, if like I could find any reason to get any emotion going for Tamar, you know, that would be different from how it is. It's like I could care less what she does, what she wins, or anything else. She's the type of contestant That they should never hire for this show. And I think for whatever reason that they had to or they were balancing the cast or whatever. But it's like, this is a person that if they end up winning, everybody's going to be like, I'm not going to tune in next year. Fuck that. So, yeah, she's beyond... Wherever the line of acceptable, unacceptable is, she is way over it into never, never land, like never, never show up on my TV screen again. I would love for her to go home this week, but obviously that can't happen.
1: And you know, my whole thing with her is when she was fighting, uh, you know, one day, you know, of all, I forget which day because she fights every day. I you believe know, it ends in Y. About, yeah, it's. I'm doing this for my son and I don't mean to, I mean, I'm going to bring someone's kid into it. If you're doing this for your son, like you say you are, then you suck it up and do it. Thank you. Because you're right, Finley. It's a haunted house. They're not going to hurt you. Nothing's going to happen. But I don't know if you saw it. It was just the same thing Her jumping off the wall. She couldn't jump off a wall.
0: You're the baby of the family, you know. I mean, it's some people get broken by their parents at a fairly young age, and Tamar is one of them. Hmm. I think that's the only way I can take all this shit that she throws, trying to be like the star, the focus. You know, it's like, I mean, I'll, I'll pull the name Latoya Jackson back into the news again and it's like here you are you're the youngest of everybody even if you had talent you are born much too late to participate in the family business and you don't have any talent you know there there's boys in that family that didn't have any talent too it's like what are you what am I going to do you know political dynasties like that too who's the youngest member of the family the last one to get elected to congress or whatever the fuck and then turns around and gets you know (laughs) totally screws it up totally like you know they're the baby they've been protected the entire time and no i haven't been studying the story of teddy kennedy but he does show up in the john kennedy story and you know it's the same process You get shut out of the family business. You aren't totally without any talent, but mostly you are. But So you have to go and prove to everybody that you belong up there on the billboard next to Jack Kennedy or whoever, and you don't. And that's just how it is. Latoya Jackson doesn't. Tamar Braxton doesn't. And casting her on this show was a mistake. She's ruining
1: the whole show. Well, she has fans, so that's the thing. She has a fan base, so that's why I don't understand why they wouldn't think Tamar would have won the power. Because, I mean, her and Candy have are are probably close with fans, but Tamar probably has a bigger fan base. Her sisters out there tweeting for her, so I wasn't surprised Tamar won.
2: Oh, I'm not surprised she won it. I mean, that that you, to, for the exact reasons you're talking about, um, I I will say I am kind of surprised a couple other people didn't win it, but Tamar winning it's not a huge surprise.
1: Right. So
0: I got to say, uh, jumping in here, I'm the one who didn't know that Tamar had this many type of you know fans. Okay. Tony Braxton's Little Sister means nothing to me. Having a show or being on a show that you're not even starring in, really, on the Bravo Channel, that also means nothing. I don't get the Bravo Channel. So when you, when I thought, okay, who could win this? First of all, it's a woman's demographic. This has always been Big Brother of any flavor is, is a woman's, you know, like, 60 to 70% of the viewers are women. So, okay, it's going to be a woman. It's going to be a woman. It's going to be a woman. But then after that, who? Candy? Well, Candy has a sex toy operation going. So that should be worth a lot of people. Lolo? Yeah, she's an Olympian and all this kind of stuff. So she could get it. Um, Eva Marie? Not really. But see, Tamar, on my list, and she doesn't even appear anywhere on the list because I just don't think of her as, if she was on some other show, how could she be anything but this kind of annoying? Well, she, is, she, she, is she different?
1: No, she's the same, but she was also on the show The Real. R, it's R-E-L. It's, it was a talk show similar to The Talk and The View. And so she was one of the five co-hosts. Until she got fired, <laughs> but, but well, you know what? Right. Actually, but yeah. she's actually you know they're on the we you know her show Braxton Family Values is on the Wii channel and people that's where she kind of got her popularity was from that show, and then she had the spinoff with her husband, so she's so she's known as a reality TV personality. Got it. So, but but you know what? Can, can, let's move on to someone else that's almost getting to be just as annoying as Tamar to me. And that's Lolo. Oh, God.
0: oh Lolo. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to go straight to the big guy in the HOH room now, but we can push yeah. him back a little. We have time to get there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lolo. She's Ms. paranoid. She's paranoid, but she's also like, there's nothing soft about her. And that's a problem, okay? She's able to win. In her mind, winning is demolishing the competition, you know, drawing the most out of herself. But when you think about this little family of weirdos called the Big Brother cast, you have to bring the sugar sometimes, you know I mean? Candy knows that. Natalie knows that. It's not a constant, I'm in here and I want to crush, kill, destroy. But I'm seeing Lolo as as the, the crush, kill, destroyer. And man, that woman dies a virgin if she doesn't shift this up somehow.
2: I got different thoughts about Lolo. Now... I don't know about the two of you, but I have a history in sports. I actually played football for four years. I didn't do incredible, and most of my time was spent on the sidelines. I will uh, admit anything otherwise than that. But I have an understanding of sports and competition. Now, I am not an Olympian. I have not raised myself my entire life to be at the peak of my physical condition. I do not consider myself at any point to be the person that says, I am the right person for my country to go and throw a really heavy ball in track and field. That is not me. So I can't say I fully understand Lolo Jones, but I do understand competition, which makes me wonder where in the hell this whole thing came from of her and Ryan. This this idea of we're Olympians, we, you know, there's a common bond. No, you're competitors. You're competitors on this show, and 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 I just keep getting amused every time she does it. I'm just like, oh, oh, silly Lolo. No, no, you're trying to beat him. He being gone helps you. That's a good thing. And 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 the whining that I heard from her tonight just kind of cracked me up a little bit. I actually was amused by it. I was just like, D- don't don't you know how this works? you've been a competitor all your life. Don't you know? At all?
1: That's all yep, honor. I I, well, I know. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I was going to say go ahead, because she, she she lacks that kind of sensitivity. And as a competitor, she got talked off the wall by a guy my age. Hmm. Don't blow out your shoulder. And she let that get to her so I'm not even that sure about how good a competitor she is really
2: I can tell you that knowing her Olympic past doesn't really surprise me that Cato talked her off the wall (laughs) I'm just gonna say it now not exactly the strongest competitor if you will
0: yeah it's like you got to burn the whole joint down to win an Olympic medal in anything and she just hasn't gone that extra mile, I guess. I've never seen her compete, but I just see this woman that is not playing half the game. She's playing the, I'm gonna come here, I'm gonna run faster, mm-hmm. I'm gonna jump higher, I'm gonna win a mm-hmm. competition. And that's the only part of the game she really understands. Right. Hey, Kathy, you started to say something.
1: Well, it was just like when Ryan was giving his please-don't-vote-me-out speech talking about being a team player. Well, Big Brother is not about a team. Thank you. (laughs)
2: Thank you. It's not a team sport.
0: Does it say "Yes, your team will win $250,000? No, it does not.
2: Point of fact, the one season where they had teams, it turns out they all got blown up anyway. Nobody won the million dollars that year. So no, it's not a team sport Thank you for saying that
1: Yes, you're welcome
2: Okay I, I know I've bitched a lot in the last 15 minutes or so But let's talk about something that I was actually very pleased with um, I was really amused with the approach To try to get Ricky to join the Alliance of Four with no name And uh, then it became the Alliance of Five with no name with a backdoor option. Um, dear Lord, does Tom not know what he wants to do at all? I mean, I, I I sat there watching that, because like I told y'all earlier, I came into this with a little bit less knowledge over the week. And, and Keith and Kathy, God bless them, had kind of set me up and, and preloaded me with, Tom's acting crazy. And I actually messaged Keith beforehand asking him, okay, maybe we're going to see something in the diary room that's going to explain it, and Keith was like, yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Having seen the episode tonight, no, no, he's just shit nuts at this point, isn't he?
0: Yep. (laughs) He cannot understand that winning the HOH did not win him the game, and that winning two HOHs in a row for him and Kato gets them more enemies. (sighs) and a little bit closer to the finish line, but mostly more enemies. So, in terms of understanding how this game goes, you know, the flow from this week to next week, Tom has set himself up for nothing but pain. I mean, his witch hunt for who has the prize, and he didn't find out, and then there's the... I think Lolo and Eva are... About to backstab me. Man. But I think I should go get Ricky out this week instead of Joey. And it's like he allowed himself to like be confused, mostly by the fact that there's a weird prize that's going to have a power. And now he's like, oh, my God, I could do the wrong thing. And hell, yeah, you, you could. And he's more likely to, having pissed off everybody, made them really fucking nervous. Now nobody knows who to trust, and they're supposed to be on his team, and Lolo and and Eva are like, well, okay, yeah, we're kind of on your team, but you've got to remember, Joey wants to take us down. And you act like that doesn't even matter, and so wake the fuck up. And maybe that's starting to, you know, maybe that's starting to take effect now for this guy. But the one thing he knows is that neither Joey... Nor Candy, the two people on the block, have the magic power of fuck me. So now Tom is like, but but I need to know who has it. And guess what? Your first try didn't work. And if you take a second try, you could miss it again. And he will, right? Is he going to nominate Tamar? No. If he does, I mean, if he does, what happens then? He's left having to nominate Ricky because there's nobody else left you know dina i guess it, it's it's the spiral of the water flushing and tom is going down waiting but, but wait i don't know who has it yet
2: by the way how many times have we truly enjoyed seeing somebody who doesn't fully understand the game have their game get completely fucked up by a power i mean how many times <laughs> have we seen that happen and it's always hilarious
0: just about every week for the middle six weeks of every Big Brother, sent about Big Brother three.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's let me ask y'all this, and and I'm gonna throw this to both of you. Say I want to go back and look at the feeds and and see something that's just really funny or really awesome or something like that. What's the best thing so far that's happened this week on the feeds?
1: Um, Okay, can I? I'll go first. Sorry, you go first. Well, I think the one thing that happened was on Saturday. Of course, they took the feeds down for most of Saturday. I heard. But Lolo, did you see that part where Lolo and Tamar got into it?
2: No, no, I did not. Well, they
1: got. Okay, so they got into it and at one point it was interesting, they didn't show it on the T V, but other people have shown clips where Tamar says, Well, no one's gonna call me a bitch. I wanna, you know, kick their ass or whatever and and so Lol and it shows a clip of no one better call me a bitch and Lola well well then do it. <laughs> yeah. So they were going at it. But mm. they got in a fight over, you know. Tamar, who really doesn't know how to listen, you know, gets mad. And then, of course, Lolo, you know, popped off on her and, and then it escalated. And that was probably one thing. The other thing was probably another fight between Tamar and Tom because Tom's asking her if she has the power. Mm-hmm. And Tamar felt like she was threatening him or that Tamar thought Tom was threatening her.
2: Right.
1: And so she went ballistic again.
2: You know, listening yeah. to you just now, I think I figured something out about Tamar, and I want to put this to both of you, but uh, Keith, I want to get your, your answer on this as well. Is Tamar just the kind of person who sits there and listens to people talk just so she can wait for her chance to talk? Is that is that her thing?
0: No, she doesn't like, usually wait. She doesn't usually wait. She goes off half-cocked. She gets about halfway to the point where it's her turn to talk, and then she can't help herself anymore and busts in. I don't, you know.
1: I mean, she,
0: I don't have any evidence for that, but that's what I believe.
1: I mean, poor. I mean, Tamar is supposed to be a fan of the show. I mean, and but yet, you know, Cato has to nominate her last week, and she just interrupts him the whole time he's trying to nominate her. And gets all in her feelings because he says something about, well, you don't clean up. And she's like, well, I'm no one's maid. I'm not your maid.
2: So that's what that was about.
1: Yeah. And he said, well, go home and be with your son. And so she goes, don't talk about my son. And she just looks for anything. Everything you say to her is going to be an attack on her unless you say to her, Tamar, you are the best. You're the smartest.
0: You're the best, Latoya Jackson. We know.
1: Yeah, and so
0: we haven't met Latoya, but hey.
1: Yeah, but so that's what she does, and I mean, I find the feeds extremely boring. I find that they're off, they're off more than they're on, and I'm going to change the subject. But what's up with a downstairs diary room and an upstairs diary room?
2: I actually think I know the answer on this one, but Keith, go ahead, please.
0: Well, it's pretty simple, really. They have a whole lot of reaction shots to get in a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. There, There really isn't anything else to it than that. So, you know, generally speaking, the first half of a Big Brother is not as busy as this has been. There's not as much stuff going on. So... They can only DR people in between when stuff is going on and they need to DR everybody all the time because these are the stars that deserve their equal time in the DR so they can tell jokes for their fans and, you know, that's how the DR is. So, you know, one goes to the upstairs, one goes to the downstairs and it's the only way they can get the show done. With enough diary room stuff Like tonight We were waiting to see What Tom would say in the diary room To see if there was some kind of Really intelligent plan Behind all this bullshit he's been pulling The last couple of days And indeed there is no plan Tom's just nervous as fuck So that's my answer anyway That's why there's so many diary rooms
1: yeah, Did they have two last year? I'm sorry to interrupt
0: I don't know what they did last year
2: Okay they did not. And I, that might be part of the lessons from last year's. This is purely an economy of time situation. Two diary rooms gives you double the amount of people that can uh, that can talk to an issue at any one time.
0: Yeah. And it just requires that you have um, two extra people on staff to handle the second diary room. That's all. And it's a lot of information, a lot more information that they get that way. They could show up, you know, and, and make us hate Tamar even more than we already do. To go back to, before we forget all about it, the question that you asked a bit ago, Finley, my first response was well, actually consider yourself lucky because you didn't really miss Jack Doodley on the feeds. What you missed is indeed what Kathy said. Tamar and Lolo started going after each other. The feeds cut and they stayed down for eight hours after it was back we found out that in between there, they went ahead and did the HOH. Oh, okay, you did the HOH. That's understandable. But some totally awesome person like me made up a complete lie and said, Lolo Jones has been kicked out of the Big Brother house for eating Tamar. And that was more fun than the feeds, okay? We Okay, We figured that was a possibility, but we didn't find out for sure that it wasn't did it didn't go down like that until eight hours later when the feeds come back. they could have made us all you know happy by knowing it wasn't anything serious way earlier but they didn't. They purposely let bullshit scandal rag type websites post bullshit just I did to get everybody excited. That.
2: I did yep. hear about that and I even heard that there were some of the uh, celebrity Twitter accounts and and whatnot coming out and saying, guys, guys, it's okay, everything's going fine, nobody's left the house, they let us know, you'll find out more later, kind of a situation. Which I've never heard them do that kind of thing before.
0: Yeah, well, by the time they got to that point, it was like, okay, whatever, just give us back our fucking feeds, because here we are sitting for a whole damn day, and nothing... Nothing, nothing. So in reality, you know what I'm saying, but you really need to go watch that 30 seconds of feeds that we got on Saturday and that's all because that's all the feeds there were.
2: You you do realize, by the way, I'm going to call this prediction right now. There's going to be a feeds outage Sunday. There's going to be a feeds outage Sunday for the Super Bowl. Watch and, and just bank on it
0: interesting maybe <laughs> i yeah. don't know why
1: well, what are they gonna
0: have
2: CBS. A... yes yeah, cbs has the game
0: well cbs has the game but they also have to put a show on um an hour after the game ends right sunday Ooh. night at like 11 o'clock at night there's gonna be an episode of big brother and we're not doing a podcast after it no well, We're going to do one probably this Saturday, though. But yeah, if there is... I mean, at this point... I don't think production needs to worry about anything. If, if production is figuring, okay, we got to twist it up because people are getting bored. I don't think so. I think from what I see on Twitter and on the, the BB Chatterboard and you know all the usual places... Everybody's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Tom's playing guy. who could believe that Cato won that wall. And gee, we got Lolo of the non-virgin mouth. And we got a really hot wrestler soccer player actress. Too bad she's married, guys. Too bad. But anyways, it's a good cast. All things considered. I could do without Tamar, but the rest of them. Okay, so you guys got to answer this question in what way has dina lohan shaped your enjoyment of this particular season of big brother time's up you didn't have an answer already no you didn't answer fast enough i won't believe anything you say now (laughs) go ahead kathy
1: dina um well, here, only thing I will say sometimes when I look at Dina Lowen, I think that's she looks, I can see the resemblance to Lindsay.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the voice, too, a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, she'll probably go further. She'll probably go, she'll probably be number two.
0: Yeah, but is that, it, is she providing you any reason to turn the feeds or the show on?
1: No. There you doesn't. go.
0: There you go. That really was underneath the question I asked. Finley, what about you?
2: Dean is a lump. I, 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 and not a bad lump. It's, it's she's she seems. I I honestly didn't think I'd say this. She seems pleasant enough. Eh. I mean, it's it's one of those things where she's not oh. you know somebody that just absolutely drives me crazy as I feared she would be. Uh no, that's Joey. No, she's just kind of there. And and you know what? She's fulfilling a grand tradition of house guests that are just kind of there. She is this year's Victoria. She is just that person well, who you know is never going to win anything except the very end, and she'll be voted out third place.
0: Yeah, or if she gets lucky, she gets second place because they know that everyone will beat her. But, you know, he almost wrecked my punchline, but... You know, because there is a distinction between Victoria and Dina. And it's really, really a classic Big Brother distinction, okay? Okay. Yes, we were mostly hoping that Victoria would pop a nipple slip in there somewhere. (laughs) We're all praying that Dina never does.
1: Well,
2: let's be fair. Dina's like 30 years older or so, I mean...
0: I'm not being fair here. I'm talking about contestants on a stupid game show, and I'm only saying that not only is there no redeeming value to Dina as a house guest, we don't even want to see see her accidentally flash something on TV because it would be horrifying. Because she is too old. Be like me going around. Hey, I'm 65 years old. I'm really fucking hot. How about it, guys? You we know, go. <laughs> You know, Beavis and Butthead would be s- laughing and sticking my dog in the washing machine at the laundromat, you know? So that's how it. it is. Dina, I'm sorry.
2: The bad thing is I'd argue if I could. You're not yeah, wrong there on you, this. You're really
0: not. There you so, go. See, I just had to get my punchline <laughs> in. The rest of it, I don't give a fuck. All right. So who you, uh, Kathy, uh, go
1: ahead. Based Please. Based on the house guest. Who do you think probably has the best understanding of how to play Big Brother? Keith, you go first.
0: Oh damn. Well, dun, I have dun, to dun. say it's it's I have to say it's Ricky. You know? Cato's kind of let all this go to his head. And you know, Cato is is really considering these people in the context of who has the nicest couch. Um you know, for his next place to land as a couch surfer in the world. That's really the only thing he cares about. And if he can snag beer money, playing poker with him while he's on their couch. After that, you know, doesn't really matter. But, you know, Ricky Ricky is he does not know the game in any kind of super detail. But He's coming into it as he should, which is to make everybody feel a little uncomfortable and nervous and looking around at each other. The only mistake he makes is that sometimes he makes them nervous about him, which is never a good thing in this game. But still, compared to the hohitis of really Tom and Kato, Lolo, who couldn't really negotiate her way out of anything, Eva, she's smart, but she's young. She's here to make sure that we all know that her website is natalieevamarie.com. She's achieved that, I think. Um, we're also hoping that if anybody nipple slips on this show, it's her, okay? Let's be real. But in terms of the inner strategy of the game and how you have to like make the jury happy... And simultaneously kick all of them out. Um, nobody's really good at it. Tom acted like he was for about three days. Cato is such a nice guy. Everybody's going to be like, Cato, you're a nice guy I Hate to do this, but you're gone. But, you know, Ricky, underneath of his little jabs and his questioning, you know, he's kind of got the keep it real, wait for a chance to push somebody off the cliff and then shove hard. And he's still waiting for that first chance. That's my take.
1: Finley,
2: I'm going to offer a different answer. The mooch get as much money as you can and get the fuck out of there before you show your ass on TV. If that isn't Big Brother, I don't know what is.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's for a non-player. Yeah, he definitely yeah. took the prize.
2: <laughs> okay, my real, pay, real answer. got to walk. My real answer on this. Um, Who's got the best understanding of the game? Going into this, I would have thought—I um, don't know—I would have thought actually Eva Marie at first, but she's not—you know, she she's made some real dumbass mistakes in there. Um, to be honest with you, Candy, Candy's playing a low-level game right now, and she's not doing much. I'm not saying she's a master of anything. But she is not really on a whole lot of radars uh, for people. She's got this thing with Tamar, and she's, you know, Tom thought that she might have the power, and clearly he was wrong. Uh, but, you know, other than that, who's really going after Candy? Nobody. And so I, I think that's a pretty good understanding of the, so- of the social aspect of the game, at least. But I'll reverse the question and give it back to the two of you. Who has the worst understanding of the game?
0: Oh, there's know. too many. There's too many to pick from, though. No, you know, Dina doesn't know what she's doing on any level. There's yeah. that. Okay. Lolo's just kind of bad at all of the non-athletic stuff. Um... Joey is the weird one where you can tell now that he's, like, shocked that hanging out with a super guy, um, Ryan, didn't take him to the end. Didn't even last two weeks. He's a little taken aback. He's nervous as fuck. He's like, if you want to give somebody the weird prize of this big brother... He outweirds me more than Tamar does. Just because the guy's like, he's either this little chihuahua, and nip, 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 or he's clueless. And it kind of just jumps back and forth between the two. And he's like never going to win anything, right? He, like, he did really good in the competition that Tom won. He did really good in the competition that Kato won. It's like who's going to be, you know, who's going to push him to really suck it all up and put his game on the line right now? I don't think he ever will. So that's why I would call him
1: the worst. Okay. Um, well, for me, I obviously I agree. Dina, she doesn't even know what she's doing. I kind of think Lolo is probably playing the worst game. Yeah,
0: she's way high high on that list. She's she's done nothing, everything we've seen on the feeds since the day before you left for your family thing, um, she's not shown herself in a good light at all. There's nothing that made anybody feel warm and fuzzy towards Lolo in any of her interactions, with the only exception being her best bud Um, NatalieEvaMarie.com those two aren't weirding each other out but Lolo has weirded out everybody else definitely
2: okay I think my answer on this one still remains the same and that's Joey Um, he is just so clueless as to so many aspects of this game and how it's supposed to work and how you're supposed to play it he just he, and, and he's he is the worst in there when it comes to um like the presentation aspect of it and, and don't get me wrong i am not asking for the high energy clearly you know fake bs stuff we see from the regular seasons sometimes with people screaming in the diary or anything like that i actually find the fact that joey talks at a normal volume quite uh refreshing I just wish there was more energy to it in, in terms of what he's talking about and in in his, in his own interest in it. He seems so disinterested in it, and it comes out in the way he plays. I just don't think he has any real interest in this other than the promotion aspect, and that's it. And I just, I, I, to me, he's, he's, he is with Lolo right behind him. Lolo's horrible at this game, too, but to me, he's just the worst.
0: Yeah, and and that's why I named both of them, kind of, sort of, because his inability to play, okay, if I had to, like, hang all the rancid shit on Joey that has occurred to me over the course of this few weeks of season already, it's barely been, like, a week, I think, really did, did this show, did the feed start a week ago last night? Because it seems longer. It seems like we've seen more shit. But Joey is like a alternating rabid chihuahua and a sloth who kind of rolls out of the branches and goes, okay, I'm here again. And then goes and takes a two-hour shower. Joey's lack of engagement is by far the worst of anyone in this cast okay he's worse than everybody in terms of he tried to engage with tom well tom you know they're all gonna be looking for you next week so you shouldn't make good with me this week and start all over fresh and have a new alliance with me maybe he said that to Cato too and i'm just like it's mr obvious it's So blatantly insincere that this man should never attempt to play poker even with little kids. And he moves from one thing to the next in this kind of, you know, like a sitcom has been. It used to be a really horrible thing when little kids would have a a sitcom show that lasted for six years. Danny Bonaduce, one of the most famous. And then it's over he gets nothing. His cash flow is gone. His parents spent all this money, and all he can do is basically have a nervous breakdown, starve to death, and maybe hope that something comes out the other side. Which at least Stanley Bonatucci had a fucking radio show for a while, and he had a wife for a while, and then he blew that up too. So you get these people that as a relative young person have this completely false concept of reality like suddenly they're no longer the center of anyone's attention nobody wants to hire him again because the you know the line of guys who can go whoa is now 200 deep in every casting agent's office i'm the next whoa guy And everybody's like, no, you're not really, you're not, go away. But I mean, that's Hollywood. That is how it happens. He's nowhere. He's like, you know, I don't want to talk shit about more people already. I've talked enough shit about people. I will pass on saying any other more even odious comparisons for Joey. But Joey's like, he doesn't have a life. Like, his life ended when that sitcom ended, and he's never gotten it back. And he's still hoping that it comes back like it was. He's got a family. You never hear a fucking word about his family. Okay? That's true. Are they still living? Would there be any way for us to know? Uh Uh-uh. It's just... It's a nebbish. It's a loser. It's... His 15 minutes ended five years ago, ten years ago. And why is he there? So I've convinced myself that he's even worse than Lolo, kind of. But... Lolo's inability to play is systemic and so bad that it's unrecoverable. Joey could get lucky and win.
2: You know, I th- God forbid I play armchair psychiatrist, but to me, Lolo just seems unable to really connect with people. That's thats the main thing I see with her. And you're right about Joey in in terms of His life that we have seen. Now, mind you, this is just what we've seen. We don't know the man outside of this show. We don't know the man outside of other stuff like that. It just seems completely devoted to his job and stuff like that. And then, what make of that what you will, but it does not make for a good Big Brother house guest.
0: But and we're not feeling any. We're not feeling the family love at all. We're not hearing, oh, I miss my little boy, Joe Joey, Joey Jr. We're not hearing any of that. It's like they don't exist. That's weird. People, you have to be kind of weird and narcissistic to lose view of the things that should be the most important in your life, your family.
2: With that all being said, though, this is one of those weird seasons that's kind of really entertaining despite being a train wreck. A- am I wrong in that? What do y'all think? No,
0: no. I would say, you know, an interesting train wreck is a really good way to describe it, yeah. Kathy, what, what do you about
1: think? you? Kathy? No, I, I agree. It's been a pretty interesting season. It's a... A lot of, um, I don't remember as much tension with last year's Celebrity. There's a lot more tension and
0: fighting going on. Yeah, these people actually know what the game is. It's kind of almost as if last season was like BB1 or BB2, where the game didn't really exist and everybody's trying to figure out what it is. At this point, everybody knows it's BBOTT, only with people that might have like somebody accidentally tune in. As opposed to a bunch of nobodies and cornbread assholes. Hmm. All right.
2: I'm okay. So I'm going to ask y'all the question. We we know that Tom apparently might want to get uh, Ricky out. Now we don't know how the veto is going to go, and I'm doing a quick check of the uh, almighty Twitter to see if there's an update on that, but I don't think we have one yet. Should things stay the way they are, who do you think goes
1: home, Joey? Joey.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with you both. I don't think there's any shot of it being anybody else. Um, now, we will learn all of this though on Saturday. Now, Saturday there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on that episode. There's going to be the veto competition. There's going to be the nomination, or excuse me, the uh, veto ceremony, and the uh, eviction ceremony, and then Sunday night, things are back up again. So it's going to be a very busy weekend for Big Brother fans.
0: Um, who aren't I, I, football, who aren't football fans? Yeah. So, <laughs> which, which is really I guess most of the women, right? Yeah, Kathy, are you going to be busy watching the? Uh, The uh, Super Bowl pre-show, or are you going to watch the feeds?
1: (laughs) Um, Probably be watching Catching Up On My Bravo shows.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'll probably, if the feeds are on, I'll watch a little bit of the feeds. I probably won't watch any of the um, Super Bowl pre-shows because my team's not in the Super Bowl, so I don't care.
0: There you go. Yeah. I mean like the Rams the only thing I the only the only line on the Super Bowl that I have to share with anybody is God, can't they just like send some guy in and give him a million dollars to take out and end the career of Tom Brady? Isn't that worth it? Like back in the day, you know, and we're talking about nineteen sixty one, sixty two, sixty three uh, that's how it worked in the AFL. You know, the the owner of the Raiders would be like, "Okay, guys, I got a hundred thousand dollars. Whoever puts the the uh, the quarterback in the hospital, and that fucker had to pay off every time he opened his mouth." Now it's like, uh, you know, don't touch him. He's a quarterback. Blah blah. I say no. I say a hundred thousand dollars on Tom Brady's right leg and another hundred thousand on his left leg. And if you break both of them, you get the double. You know, the team prize, and you get four hundred thousand dollars for both legs, plus an extra hundred thousand just for being cool. So that's how invested I am in the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah, I got to probably, I might watch some feeds, but I won't be watching anything other than the last five minutes of the Super Bowl. And that's only if I know that the Rams are about to win and make Tom Brady cry.
2: Well. (laughs) We won't be recording on Sunday, but uh, no matter what, I will not be uh, around on Saturday if we do a show on Saturday night. I, uh, I actually have friends coming into town this weekend, so I won't be available for that. But, uh, Keith, I believe the plan well, is still to have a show Saturday, isn't it?
0: Well, you know, with the whole Super Bowl weekend, I started thinking, like, Really, do we really want to go there on Saturday night? And I'm kind of like, I don't know. I didn't know yet. I was going to make sure we addressed this before we finished, um, so that everybody would know um, that listened to the podcast if we were going to do on this weekend. I kind of vote no. I say we take the weekend off. What about you,
1: Kathy? Well, if you say no, then it's no.
0: Well, um, you could talk me into it. <laughs>
1: Well, what's the show? Is the show on tomorrow night?
0: No, no. The next show is going to be Saturday night with a a 7 o'clock... No.
2: I think you're right. It's 7 o'clock every episode, isn't
0: it? Yeah, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, which puts us at a 6 p.m. Pacific and where y'all are that would then be an eight PM um, podcast start on a Saturday night, where even the people that I just don't get—like, who's going to be really giving a shit about Big Brother on the Saturday night before a Super Bowl? Well,
1: let's That's ask my What
0: does
1: Scarlet want? Oh, there you go. Because Scarlet, Scarlet, is listening. Are you
0: on the board? Scarlett. Uh, Scarlett heard that Joey was talking about his missing his kids as recently as today. So, Scarlett, you are a much better watcher of this show than I was, I guess, because I missed it. But it doesn't take, you know, you only have to lose focus for five minutes and you miss something like that. There but you if you're still there, Scarlett, do you want to have a podcast on Saturday night?
1: Oh well, and there's Ms. Lady too.
0: Ms. Lady, Mississippi oh. Lady. Oh,
1: yeah. Ms. Lady. Okay, sorry. Well,
0: no, Ms. You Slady. know what? I'll
1: just. I'm okay with it. It's. I mean, it really has okay. to do with what happens with the feeds and what happens on the show.
0: You know, and that's kind of the way it went when we moved to Sunday night this week, earlier this week. I thought we thought. All this stuff was happening, and then it was mostly a fake-out. But still, we picked the right night to do that. And I'm just thinking, you know, it's not going to be the right night. If Saturday just doesn't have the vibe of, oh, boy, I can hardly wait to talk about Big Brother on Saturday night. By now, the only thing is, oh, yeah, they had to vote out Dina. Or what, you know? I don't know. I'm just kind of like a little bit apathetic and a little bit of, it's Saturday night and everybody's going to be doing stuff and you know just like "Mm." and uh, let's see
1: her team okay the New Orleans Saints were robbed
0: yeah they were robbed and Scarlett says that if you have a podcast, I will be here since my team, the New Orleans Saints, are not in the Super Bowl. I will not be watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, who Reach. wants to see that shit? You know, it's going to be a bunch of fake pretend athletes pretending not to hit each other and uh, seeing who can throw the last best pass at the last minute. Okay, so I'm going to tell right. you how it is, folks. We now have a split decision. Kathy's kind of yeah, Scarlett's kind of yeah, I'm kind of no. Finley's not going to show up no matter what happens. So Kathy and I will continue to talk about it. And if you see sometime on Saturday morning a countdown pop on the board, bbchatter.com, com countdown that says, hey, podcast starting in 12 hours. Then there's going to be a podcast. We will let you know if we decide there needs to be one, and likewise, if we decide for sure we're not going to do it, but we're going to, you know, we're going to call it in and leave the question undecided right now, and look at the clock and say we've been talking for an hour, and that was long enough because we did talk about all the good shit that happened in the last five days, and uh, maybe there's going to be a podcast Saturday, and maybe not.
2: Yep. But until then, uh, you'll be able to find out that information by going to bbchatter.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. There is at bbchatter. There is also my account, at FNLIII. That's where you can uh, follow along with us and talk about the shows as they happen. You can also do this directly at bbchatter.com, where you can sign up for the VIP board. The VIP board is a great group of people. They help pay for this party, and we certainly appreciate them for that. Um, You can also go out and subscribe to this podcast and actually get it sent to your phone or computer or whatever device you want to. These things post within a few minutes of us actually finishing the recording. I pull the audio and we go from there. So uh, look for that. You You can find it right now for certain on Google Play amongst other ones. And if we're not on iTunes yet, we're going to be pretty shortly. So we're out there with that as well. Uh, yep. That. That's as long as they said. don't
0: catch us, as long as they don't listen to the part where we f bomb all the time, we're likely to get on Apple.
2: Oh, they don't care about that. I can tell you that. Oh, they don't care about that. They at don't all? give oh, okay. a fuck good. about that word. Trust me. Oh. Well, good. Well, there you does, go. But they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, y'all. Last thoughts on this before we wrap it up.
0: Could Tom play yeah. any worse than he already is? inquiring minds want to know and we'll be watching the feeds to find out kathy
1: no i have nothing else to say except good night
0: talked it all out well for all the latoya jacksons of the world want to wish you the very happiest peace love and joy of everything and but don't buy the records come on you really don't (laughs) want to buy a latoya record you'll be so fucking sorry thanks for listening everybody Have a good one. Ciao. We'll
2: see you next time, folks.
0: Good night.